0: Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The sun hangs heavy over the Valley of the Setting Sun. The Valley of the Setting Sun is a Scion 2nd edition game set in Phoenix, Arizona. and starring Craig as Sir Nicholas, Slavik as Jesse, and Mitch as Gary. Join our heroes as they adjust to their new powers and navigate the tangled roots of the Scion community. Will our heroes be able to achieve their destinies or will their bones be left to dry under the desert sun? You can reach out to us on Twitter at twin_cities_vtm underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities By Night, where you can find a link to our Discord all right yeah you go you get, go up and get a stereo some food and then you bring him back to the castle i'm going to i'm gonna one in to bet. do something else first
2: unlimited salad bar <laughs> and take advantage of that see
1: <laughs> so yeah, there's like a there's like an awkward scene where like do there's a stereo it's just sort of like sitting crammed in like a it's like a booth eating just salad like with like a big fervor
2: yeah, and then we all sat down to be polite. Nick's looking at the menu and it's like all burgers, and he's like uh. Close the menu. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, we just say like uh, since he has like the giant horns and everything, right? Uh, yeah, he he has. It's
1: not not quite giant. They're definitely you can tell like they're a couple of uh, you know, a couple like
2: six four inches long, but they're not that big. Uh, Sir Nicholas will call Sir Mavis up and have her bring her uh, open top jeep just so we don't poke holes up in uh, Gary's car.
1: All right, so yeah, Appreciate after s- some finagling. You all managed to get back to the castle without too, causing too much property damage. So, uh, uh, Stereos, just, it was just, thank you. Thank you, I...
2: <sighs>
1: w- where am I exactly at? Well,
2: I guess it's a long story, but um, my mo- my real mom arranged for it, let's just say. Oh, okay.
1: You can tell that like, he's a bit confused by that statement. More than a bit confused, actually. So... How did you end up where you were? I was with my family long ago, it seems. Then people came, fought, took us, separated us, put, us, put me on a big ship, brought me here, I think. Then they bought me and they put me in the cage. And uh, I don't know how long. He just goes quiet off that after that.
0: Don't worry, we'll help you. And Jesse will call Detective Alana Johnson.
1: She like, hello, Subnatural uh, Division. Uh, what time of the
0: day is it anyway? A good day, officer uh, or detective. This is Jesse.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember you. Yeah. Right. Well, we've been
0: doing this thing and we happen to come by and rescue uh, Minotaur. Seems pretty confused. Doesn't know how he got into the city. Thought you might give you a heads up.
1: Minotaurs—they're mm. the <laughs> popular in the black markets for uh, trade like that. Okay. Wait. How how old is it? How long, how big are his horns? Can you tell me? Like four inches. Oh, uh, definitely uh, definitely dealing with a teenager then. Maybe even younger. All right. That's definitely gonna put it. That's definitely within our per okay. So I'll send I'll send the unit out there to uh, pick him up if. That's okay. this
0: is Scion. alcohol is part of everyone's <laughs> culture
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. so yeah, she you know see like, t- lets you know that yeah, do you, do I have you guys' permission to take them off your hands?
0: Well, yeah, I just you know, seems a bit spooked. okay, Asterion, Asterias, this lady here well, he's he where where was the lady? A lady will come by and she'll try to help you find your family.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. And then he he just sort of like, you know, he sits down on like a a
2: couch somewhere, just sort of staring off into space. Uh, Nick feels really uh, thankful now that he didn't opt for leather furniture yet. All right. So, yeah. Do you
1: guys, what are you guys doing? You got a minotaur on your hands right now.
2: What did uh, the officer detective lady say, Jesse? It's probably around teenager age,
0: maybe a bit younger. It was something else. Oh, yeah. They're really
2: popular on the black market, apparently. Like human trafficking? Yeah. minotaur trafficking? Apparently.
3: Should we, like, get him chipped at a vet or something, just in case? Well, I mean, they're going to
0: stop by, take him off our hands, hopefully.
2: Will he be safe with the Phoenix Police Department?
0: Well, probably more than here. You've seen the fortress they have, right?
2: True. I mean, they do get, like, taxpayer dollars to buy all that stuff, so. Yeah. Well,
0: either way, the way I see it,
2: If they're going to go after him and they get him back, then that's just fate. Right. Maybe we should um, ask him some questions before he's no longer in our custody, so to speak. Yeah, you go do that. I'm going to get some beer. Nick nods and then walks back into the living room. You
1: know, Asterios is, you know, sitting on the couch, just sort of like twiddling his thumbs, I guess.
2: So, do you know anything about the person or people who were holding you captive?
1: They talk a lot. Sometimes I hear them. They mention a party a lot recently. Something about something they were supposed to get, didn't get, needed it for event, I think. Was it some sort of drug? They just said some woman with a briefcase, supposed to be didn't show up. They just kept saying they had to find something else for the party or something.
2: Hmm. And Sir Nick will describe the, the latest Loki guys that he was aware of. The, the female one is like, does did you ever see a person that looked like this? Once she came by one point, said she
1: looked looked at me, said she trade for me. Did your captors make that deal? They said yes, but she never came by, never came back. Supposed to give me some, give them something for me and use it at some party they kept talking about happening soon. How long ago was this? He thinks uh, two weeks, maybe. I, 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 do not know. It's may. I, I do not know how long it
2: stays strange down there. No light. Nick nods in agreement. Did your captors ask you or force you to do anything magical? They just told me to keep the place doubled
1: and hard to find.
2: Was it difficult? It's hard to do for long. So, requires constant attention and maintenance. Yes, short times easy, but long hard. So, listen, um, my my friends uh, Jesse and Gary, um, they're getting a hold of the the police department to try to figure all this out. What what do you want to do? He he, d still he just looks a bit stunned by the question. Like
1: he he clearly he doesn't really know how to answer that.
2: Do you have some sort of preference on where you'd like to be? You? You? You safe? You save me? Please, I don't. I want to be safe. Nick will nod. All right. Um, Well, when uh, the police get here, you tell the nice uh, lady detective um, what you want to do and answer all her questions. And she'll make sure that uh, we work to see what's best for you. Does that sound all right? Okay. Is there anything you need? Is there anything you want? Bed. Uh, Nick uh, nods, and uh, well, uh, I got this extra room over here. Um, has a bed of sorts. And he gestures to the the futon that uh, Jesse uh, typically would crash on.
1: Okay. And then you you see a stereo. He looks at it, just it sort of nods at it then he just curls up on it
2: he's just out immediately uh nick will shut off the light and close the door and go back into the kitchen
1: all right do you guys want to do anything before the uh police get there or want to just what
2: um uh, maybe set one of my uh knights to guard the door just make sure nothing happens you know check the window outside just make sure i mean we have security systems and people but you know it Nick will feel better if uh, someone was actively looking at it.
3: All right. Gary's going to check in with his guys, see how they're doing, get an assessment of injuries, and if he can get, like, two or three of the least injured ones to... Sort of come up to the castle and hang out here as well.
1: All right. Yeah. You definitely tell, like, yeah, there's a lot of bruises, several cuts, you know, one broken arm, a couple of uh, bruised ribs here and there. So, yeah, you get two of the least injured ones. No problem. All right. So then, yeah, the, uh, you see the police car sort of pull up to the uh, outer part of the uh, block because, like I said, the castle is up on a hill thing and you have to, you can either drive or you walk up the uh, hillside. So yeah, you see Detective Johnson walk up and see. Uh, hey, you have the. Uh, what did you say his name was? The Minotaur. Yeah, his
0: name is Asterios.
1: Uh He's asleep right now. Ah, okay. Well, look, I don't want to cause too much of a fuss. So, yeah, do you want to just pick up? You want me to like go get him, or what? Did you say? dude, what do you say? Well. What,
0: I'll bring him here, and he'll talk to you. We'll figure it out from there. Wait,
2: okay. one, se- wait one second, and I'll have one of my knights uh, go check out to make sure it's really her. What do you mean? Oh, uh, did Johnson? Yeah, like, um, uh, Nick's thinking back a, a few nights ago when uh, some Faye just randomly showed up at his door, and uh, one of his retainers was able to, like, discern that it was not some sort of trick. So,
1: what, you're going to have them... Try to suss out whether or not Johnson is what human or fey or like what he was looking for. I guess to see if she's human or not or fey or not, I guess it would be manipulation or or, or I'd say, maybe cunning
2: and empathy. There's my spotting bullshit pr- um specialty count here. You'd have to like role play that
1: a bit, just you know, try to like ask like you know, questions like, are you human or not for that to work
2: yeah okay. so yeah, so. I could be
1: talked into it, I guess yeah how okay. how what, what exactly are you are you saying to like sort of test her?
2: yeah, like so before she gets into the doorway, like the door will be open and me and some of the other um, lights will be like questioning her about um oh like where were was she earlier when when did we actually meet and sort of uh not um give her permission to enter and just see if she's able to do it anyways. All right, so yeah. First of all,
1: yeah, she walks into the uh, to the doorway, no problem.
2: Okay, that was a big that was a big one, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make the roll. All right, yeah, three successes for for spotting bullshit, and probably more um, since he still has my guitar pick.
1: All right, so yeah, you you talking to to Detective Johnson, and you know everything everything seems all right, but there's something you just quite quite put your finger on about the situation. You're reasonably sure. All right. Jesse, would you like to get our guests? Yeah, I'll do it. So yeah, Stereos walks out, you know, rubbing his sleep out of his eyes. He just, hello, police lady.
2: Uh, Stereos, this is uh, Detective Johnson. Um, she's going to ask you a few questions. Um, just tell the truth, exactly like what we talked about, and we'll see that uh, nothing bad happens.
1: All right. Yeah, so uh, she immediately just gets down to, you know, asking him, you know, how, what do you know? How can you describe where you were, the people around you, you know, how long were you there, rough estimate all that sort of stuff. And he goes, and he, you know, answers as best he can. And you know, eventually, at some point, she says, okay, all right, that's enough for me. Uh, she, like, makes a note down her notebook. Okay, so you were said you wanted to uh, come down with and leave with me, I think. Or did you say that? Somebody said that.
0: Well, that depends on Asterios. I guess we thought that maybe you could see if he could be reunited with his family somehow. If,
2: if he needs a place to stay in the meantime,
1: we have several uh, places for you know for people like him. Plenty of places to uh to, for people with uh, larger statures or uh, uh, a or uh, specific uh, requ- uh, uh, necessities requirements. Does that sound okay, Asterios? Is that what you want to do? You, he's, he, he just looks a bit, he just, he just sort of like shrugs back to you guys. It's like, I trust you guys. You saved me. I like you. And you see uh, Detective Johnson just sort of looks a bit annoyed. He's like, okay, it, it, are you sure you want to stay here they, at this castle? The mysterious nods. Very well. Very well. All right. Well, thank you all for your time. I'll uh, make a report of this, and we'll see what we can do about this investigation. we finding his family. Keep in contact, please, Detective. Will do. Have a good night, uh, everyone. Good night. And then yeah, she she like you know nods to everyone and then she leaves. Sir Nick will see her out. So yeah, do you, do you say anything to her before she leaves or you just uh, see her out?
2: Sir Nick, like is again reasonably sure that it's actually Detective Johnson and not like Loki in disguise or something, but uh, he'll say, sorry about that detective. I just it's been a really weird couple of weeks and we just want to make sure about everything. Don't want to.
1: Oh, don't worry. I completely understand and agree with what you're going with
2: and the precautions you take. Yeah. I'm, I know. Like, I mean, you kind of trust us enough, but you still made me give up my sword and my mace when we went, um, through the, uh, security that last time. Right.
1: Make everyone give everything up when you go into the station. Okay.
2: Uh, (laughs) big smiles. Because he was a able the trapper. But okay, well, uh, let me know if there's anything we could do about uh, do for you.
1: Okay, have you have a, have a you have a good night now. Stay safe. Bye. As she gets into her car and drives off.
2: Sir Nick, uh, will come back. Um, Gary Jesse, reasonably sure that's her. Just. Feeling super paranoid about all this. No, it's fine.
3: Harry's going to open up the special Tinder account and start swiping right. But, you know, keep his phone away from Sir Nick so he can't see what he's doing. Oh, yeah.
0: Is uh, Sir Arcade here?
3: Yeah, I think so. Hell yeah. And Jesse goes off to find Sir Arcade and try to convince him to join his fight club. (laughs) Nice.
1: It's early afternoon right now. Still plenty of daylight left. And you, you, you heard you mentioned, Asterios mentioned something about a party going on.
2: So that wasn't the one from a couple of weeks ago? It's a new party? N- correct, yes. Nick will ask him, so when exactly was that, is that supposed to happen? They, you know, Asterios
1: just sort of like, you know, scrunches his face up. and When the migration happens, I think.
2: They said something about that. Out of curiosity, how many days until the father of knives is supposed to come and do something crazy? <laughs> I believe we said two two more days. Two more days.
1: And and when he says migration, all of you give me a intellect and either a cult or cultural. It's wonderful. My two dice.
3: Someone has to fill the momentum pool, and I actually got a success. Right, so also you also
2: got a success. Yeah, I got four of them. I'm really good at culture. Sorry, but-
1: With four successes, you definitely know that. Uh, yeah, at the at the end of the month, right on the same day, the father of nine is supposed to happen. The thunderbird migration is going to happen which is it's like a local thing, which sort of signals like a, the end of the monsoon season.
2: I take it this isn't a classic car rally.
1: No. So for those listening, Thunderbirds are sort of like this creature that is seen to bring either be thunder or bring thunder or storms with them in Native, a lot of Native American cultures. And so for this sake, we're saying that literally that's like a whole flock of them, you know, migrate through, through the uh, area at the end of the month signaling the end of the uh, monsoon season in arizona which is when a lot of heavy rain and thunderstorms happen and so essentially for like the night and the day there's gonna gonna be this huge storm rolling over the whole place and also very much like you don't you don't mess with thunderbirds when they're doing their thing is because they will freaking curse you and leave you unable to die sort of stuff so yeah they're they're heavy duty hitters uh, especially when the whole flock of them like that so yeah you haven't now you know that uh and it's, like there are several like you know events that happen during the thunderbird migration. Like there are some parties and stuff. There are some you know viewing things from safe distances. All kinds of stuff goes on during the during the migration.
2: Is it like a cyan version of Burning Man?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's I think of it more. It's almost like uh, you know start of the fall season, almost kind yeah, of holiday, like a thing. New
3: Year thing or something. Like that. Yeah, like a changing of the moves.
1: seasons type thing. Chinese yeah. New Year, but with
2: thunderbirds.
3: Sure. Yeah. I feel like
1: this is should be under Gary's purview, mostly,
3: <laughs> always down for a good party
1: and you do know like in your in your years as being like a reporter, so if you have like covered several events if you know, there like there's like some upperscale like there would be like you know some supernaturals like scions in the local area would gather together for like parties and stuff maybe so, you know, like a couple of actual gods who you suspect you're not quite sure will show up at these things so, so there's all kinds of uh, you know big stuff going on that day excellent. I need to pick an outfit. Hmm. Ooh, I need to pick Sir Nick an outfit. All right. Yeah. So yeah, you, you start off getting, you start planning uh, uh, your uh, your outfits for the whatever you decide to go to the gala. Uh, what do yes. you do? What do you, what was Jesse and Nick doing right now? Right.
2: Uh, so Sir Nick is going to uh, take a quick detour out of the castle and it's not that far from the college center, correct? And It's like, okay. 15 minute drive, I would say. N- not quite walking
1: distance. Nothing's really a walking distance. Well- um,
2: so, Sir Nick would will grab one of his knights and have him drive and drive him to the big fountain there. Yeah, it's, it, it, it kept telling me it's like a lake thing, like a man made lake. Yes, but in my mind, there's also a fountain there. Uh, when he gets there, Nick is sort of going to just like start with his backpack on, start just walking into the water. All right, yeah. Try to cross over into his mother's realm
1: right, yeah you you manage to like get through it, and you definitely feel like with the, with your backpack, you definitely feel almost, almost like there's the aura you feel from it, almost like it te- almost starts to intensify and almost like it's in re- like reacting to something
2: uh, like a volatile reaction or uh, like a sympathetic reaction. sympathetic
1: reaction, yeah.
2: Nick will kind of just let uh whatever sort of um stimulus is going on just bring him down and draw him closer to the realm.
1: And so, yeah, you sink down further and further, and then you cross over. And once you cross over, you definitely feel like, you know, as you get closer, You, see, you know, some of the other people you met there, they they stop and stare at your like, backpack when you get close to them. I'm going to go try to find my mom. Yeah, you know, she, she is off at, like, a forge somewhere, like, working over it. Like, literally, like, with her hands, just, like, almost like, like clay molding
2: a sword into, like, being... Nick will walk into the room and kind of like, well, she's in front of a um, forge, so he was thinking about kneeling down, but he's not going to kneel down in front of a forge. That'd be silly, (laughs) but kind of just like um, stand and then just kind of like reach into his backpack and pull out this heavy piece of metal wrapped in rags and just (laughs) kind of stand there waiting for a reaction. She just looks at you and she's,
1: you found the piece. I think so. You know, she, she walks over towards, and then she just, you know, you know gingerly pulls aside the cloth, and right in right in the middle of the cloth, you see, like, it's like a piece of a sword, very clearly, like, just with jagged edges, but it's still clearly, like, you know, looks a lot like the other pieces you saw of Excalibur.
2: Like, the one from the tapestry is not from the movie? Yes, sure. Sir Nick will just, like, hold it out, um, like, in his hands and, like, proffer it to her.
1: Yeah, she... she Gently, like takes up pieces of metal and she just holds it in her fingers. And then she like puts her hand on your shoulder. You did good, son. You have done
2: great. I f- I felt it calling to me, mother.
1: It knows when the are. It's uh forgers are nearby. They can react to us at times. Wants to come home. Then yeah, she she you know, she urges you up and she says, "Yeah, I'll rest- put it a- restore it to it. its proper place." She Hands it back to you. What do you mean? She just, like gestures back, points to, back towards you where you saw the uh, little uh, like altar with the other pieces of Excalibur. She wants you like to put it
2: on there. Nick will kind of like take a few steps, stop, take a few steps, almost like he feels like there should be more ritual involved than just more walking. ceremony to it, yeah, because yeah. it's just like him and his mother in a forge right now, and he feels that like some sort of reverence must be had at this and he'll kind of take the, the wrappings and he's like, like he's afraid to touch it at this point. And he kind of like takes a piece of the cloth and kind of like uses it to kind of set it down and pulls it up and, and yeah you definitely s-
1: you see like yeah, it fits right in with the other pieces
2: uh nick will inspect and see if it's like like whole or i'm ho- um, to guess how many pieces are missing uh,
1: i think i remember i think i said something earlier when we first did your character creation like i forget what i said back then so i'm gonna say that yeah. you definitely see there is it's a more whole but there's still a couple of pieces missing you almost got it
2: uh nick will kind of bow to the altar and just kind of like Step back and turn and face his mother
1: yeah she she embraces you for just you're just saying thank you again for this
2: i it, it was not without help, two others and maybe fate itself led me there, but I feel I owe at least one for the services to retrieve it. then you will pay your debt, and things will be they will be in accord for that. Yes, I have a feeling I know what he wants. I don't think you'd approve.
1: And then she just sort of smiles at you. It's not too bad, is it?
2: Just a little less than nightly behavior.
1: And then she just sort of smirks at that. She just says, oh, what the things I could tell you that Lancelot got up to. <laughs> and yet, do you want anything else with that or do you just feel like that's good for Leviathan? I, I think that's
2: a good end to that scene. Okay. So
1: what was the second thing you wanted to say you get done?
2: Oh, it, it, it'd be separate. Um, okay. So, so Nick, yeah. was, Nick, Nick was really thinking that uh, he's, again, he's, Fairly certain that the Asteros is safe, but he's now doubly suspicious, and he was thinking of possibly calling Mel to see if uh, she could work up some wards for the young bold person.
1: Okay, so I think we'll first we'll cut to uh, Jesse trying to talk to uh, Sir Arki, then we'll come back to you for that part. All I'm right. The so. saying
2: is, bunch of
1: scions and other powerful people duking it out and getting better at fighting things. I am not adverse to martial tournaments. It's just that he he, he looks at you, it was, you know, sort of like, he was telling he wants to say, he's trying to pick his words carefully. I am not sure your managerial skills are quite up to the task of keeping everything orderly. Well, it's not going to be just me. You see this? as this guy, his name's Kieran, right?
0: He's from one of the... Uh, Celtic, Celtic. Uh, sun the two other
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And he's gonna be helping me with that. And it's gonna be great. And Sir Nicholas, by the way, he's gonna be there too. Truly.
1: Oh yeah. Huh. Okay. I will agree to this for trial period. If after the trial period is over and I am not quite satisfied with your leadership in this endeavor, I will withdraw. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Any chance to show up those stinking twisted not is fine with me. All right. So yeah, it's just you got you have one more person to add to your fight club. Yay! And now we're gonna cut back to Sir Nicholas after uh, you know he's you know left his uh, mother's domain and he's now back on dry land.
2: Nick is kind of like hanging around uh, by the edge of this man-made lake reservoir thing near the fountain, and. <laughs> Uh, he pulls out his phone, which, because of his abilities, survived the tr- the trip, and uh, um, sends a text to Mel and says that says, "Hey, um, might be able to uh, use your help. Have need of wards protecting someone who is young and needs to find his family."
1: All right. Yeah. So when when you said that, she texts back, "Okay, that's uh Okay, so it might be two different things. Uh might need some of some hair or uh blood to find family. Boards I will need I would
2: need to be there in person for that. Nick, Nick takes back, sure. Uh if you want to he's staying at my house if you want to come over sometime. Your house? I'll send you the directions and sends him sends her the uh the directions to Dovera Castle. Alright. <laughs> and uh kind of like with a pep in his step, uh, walks back up to the um, the car and gets in with uh, his retainer. All right.
1: So, yeah, I think uh, I'm going to cut back over, cut over to Gary for this. So, Gary, what, what are you doing right now? You you know, Jesse is off doing his thing. Nick went off to do his own thing. What are you doing? Gary's
3: totally checking to see what's going on with the Thunderbird migration. What, you know, parties, get togethers, bonfires, orgies. <laughs> He's probably picking out what outfit he should wear and thinking about what he's gonna have Sir Nicholas wear. He's also been swiping right on the special Tinder this entire time, trying to set up more dates for Sir Nick. All right, so
1: yeah, I'll say that because you're using your your magic phone. You actually you're going through the thing and you actually you look through like your email list and you, you actually there is a special one just for like your uh, your supernatural f- folder part. And basically, it's like you know, it's a, it's an invitation for a party concerning a, a, you know, a lot of the local scions in the area. Basically, it's like an invitation for like you to, and all the other scions to like meet up for this, for the migration. Who sent it? Theophania Jones, and then you'd see a little little addition on top of the email. Like it was like you know, there was like an official you know invitation to it, and then like a little sub note below it saying, "I was asked my my
3: mother to do this." I'm going to check. Is the full list of recipients in the scent box, or is it a uh, blind carbon copy?
1: I'd say you have to make a roll for that to see if you can uh, do, do some uh, techno magical stuff to see if you can get the recipient list. What should I roll for that? I'd say that's an intellect and technology roll, or a cult, whichever is higher. All right, three dice it is. Remember, you still got momentum, and the session's almost three over.
3: Bunch of momentum. uh Four, I think. Yeah, whatever. I won't dump it.
1: it all in there. Two successes. Oh. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, with that, you definitely, you get, you manage to like, you do some uh magical hacking and you get, you get, you see like a list of the recipients. However, you, you, you can't, some of them, like names you haven't really heard of before. Other ones just, you do recognize a couple of them. You see like Koshi, is in there because it's not like quite like email it's it's more like names okay you see koshi uh you see like uh, kieran uh hikaru francisco oh francisco's coming yay <laughs> theophania i was mostly looking
3: for francisco <laughs> yeah so so gary is now gonna put a lot more effort into his outfits. <laughs> Just on the off chance Francisco shows up. <laughs> he's also going to hide some knives in his outfit <laughs> just in case Francisco
2: shows up.
3: All right. And then he'll like call up the guys and be like, so he'll, he'll call Sir Nick.
2: All right. Yeah. Uh, what's going on? And you kind of hear the wind uh, rushing through because he's in the car. Oh, uh, we got a party to go to in a couple
3: of days. I'm going to come by tonight to help you pick out your outfit. I'm, just... I'm going to need you to not
2: wuss out on this one. Uh, okay. We, um, yeah. Uh, a stereo said um, something about a party and some of his captors might have been there anyways, are uh, thinking about going. So it, we should definitely check this out. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'll be over. Well, I'll be back to my place. You're still at my place, right? Maybe. Where am I? Are you asking me? Okay, I, I don't I'm don't. i assuming I'm at his place. I'm just.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you, I, I can't see a reason why you would have left.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm at your place. I'll be back so- soon, but we gotta make this quick. I, I got a girl coming over. Oh, wait, and, is she one of mine? Uh, I don't know. Can I yeah, I'm not. You I don't up. think she's Acer. And Nick will hang up. But that's not what I. All right, out of character, uh, um, Nick doesn't know that. Like all these, like he knew that uh, he was set up by Gary for a couple of dates, but... but he doesn't know the full extent of all. <laughs> Correct. That. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, he still thinks it's Loki who's trying to... Mess with him. Them. With, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Alright, so yeah, I'll say, yeah, you get back to the castle, and you know, it's starting to starting be later in the afternoon, and then you hear another car pull up, and you see, like a taxi pulls up, and you see Mel get out and walk up. I'm um, guessing you're watching from like, you know, the, the ramparts or whatever at the top
2: of the castle. Yeah, sure. That that seems suitably impressive. With the wind blowing through your hair. Yeah. <laughs> Try to Trying to pose but failing. Uh what, what outfit did uh, Gary set out for me? What outfit did you get for him, Gary? Probably something
3: tight. Like literally physically tight. Gotta gotta enhance those assets, you know? Nice tight pair of jeans, a tight t-shirt. Okay. Something that'll really show off the muscles. <laughs> the sword. Yes, tight pants that really show off his
1: sword. All right. So yeah, you I'm gonna guess, you know, Nick is the one who wants to open up the door for Mel.
2: Yeah, he'll, he'll kind of like uh, make sure that she sees him standing heroically atop of his castle because he thinks that's the sort of thing that would impress a woman, and then come down. Probably takes him a little bit longer to get down than he thought, and opens the door. Oh, hiya! And you have to. I'm he was sweating a bit, panting a bit. I mean, Nick's in great shape and has purview over water. He can. Like keep the sweat back,
1: fine, Trying to <laughs> I thought the
2: ohio was dorky enough
1: you you gotta you, okay fine, you gotta be a little bit cooler, yeah, all right, so she like touches to a bag her like backpack she has uh yeah, I brought several uh you know some reagents and markers and stuff to put out some
2: wards for the person. Uh, where are they uh yeah, just this way, and he kind of opens up the door and like lets her in not quite making a show of opening up the door for her but like doing what he thinks chivalry is about <laughs>
1: oh god all right so yeah she she like nods to you and then she like walks in she actually looks a bit impressed by the castles
2: yeah this you is know,
1: i remember i used to like i used to like see this place like whenever my parents would drive me to places
2: when i was younger and I would, I would always see this place and i always wonder what it was like in here don't worry. the The furniture's temporary. I'm I'm told I need to get better furniture. Um,
1: yeah.
2: And then, anyway, and you see that she like looks right at like one of the old couches and stuff that are faded and like holes in some places. Ah. Well, I
1: hmm, mean,
2: boy. I used what I had. Anyways, um, he's he's over here, um, huh? and Nick will kind of like uh, lead her to one of the guest bedrooms with the futon.
1: All right, yeah, so you uh, yeah, you open up the door and there's a stereos just you know sort of standing in the room, looking at looking over like in a corner somewhere It's just like, oh, minotaur,
2: oh oh, interesting yeah we we rescued him from both Phoenix and New York at the same time. It's weird, but
1: um, yeah, really? oh, he, I've heard about that that they could double like overlay places on top of each other like that,
2: it was so, apparently he was kidnapped and sold into. Servitude, because Nick doesn't quite want to say slavery, and we're trying to find his parents. We got the police involved, but he seems to be comfy here. Anyways, uh, Asterios, this is uh, my um, friend Mel. Mel, that's uh, Asterios. Hello,
1: she says. You know, Asterios sort of, sort of like you know, nods back to her.
2: Asterios, this uh, nice, uh, pretty girl is going to, uh, you know, help help me protect you and um, possibly. Find your family. I'm not making promises. I don't know how exactly it works, but and Nick sort of like realizes that he's rambling. Kind
1: of yes, yeah, yes.
2: I, I'm.
1: I'm genuinely, I'm not quite sure how it will react to Minotaur thing. I think it should be human enough for it to for the magic to latch on, but I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. So yeah, she like leads Asterios out of the you know the little guest room and like the main room. Then she says now okay this is gonna look, Okay. so i'm going to have to draw some circles around you i promise they're not going to do anything bad to you they're just going to sort of mask you to from bad magics that would at- attack you or people who might want to find you got it you know Esterios just sort of nods in place okay yeah and then she like just sort of like reaches up to like pluck some of his arm hairs off okay yeah God. Don't mind me, I just need a couple of, okay. So yeah, she turns to Nick. Just how, you know, he looks a bit thin. Are you, he's safe here, right? You're not going to let anything bad happen to him, right?
2: No, I got like seven other armed knights in my service and I got, well, you know, I got a sword myself. I'm not too bad. And, you know, a castle and I got friends with a bunch of other scions and the police department. I don't think he's there's much safer places that he could be. Nick says, almost boasting.
1: You actually have a point
2: there. You're right. Yeah,
1: Those, you know, she does like sort of look at you, and then she notices like the little cut part of part, part of your shoulder. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, so he healed that. Yeah, but he, you, did you did you cha- I'm willing to say you didn't change the shirt though. Uh, yeah, he's wearing the outfit that Gary set off for him.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Never mind
2: then. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> trying to shut me down. <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah. So, yeah, she, like, gets to work setting up magic and stuff. You see, like, she draws, like, a chalk circle on the floor around a stereo, doing little bits and bobs of candle here and there.
2: Dick is, like, watching her very carefully what he's, what she's doing.
1: And then you see, like, one of your knights pops up, and he sort of leans into you. They say, like, yeah, okay, yeah, looks like she is doing very beneficial magic, nothing obviously malign with this.
2: Of course, uh, I trust her.
1: Just giving, just giving you some advice, sir. They, the night you know sort of wanders off you know they they stay in the room they just sort of keep an eye on it mm-hmm. so yeah you you see you see like she like she sets up like the whole circle and everything then she sort of like just takes like a like it takes a little pin just like pricks a finger and then she like puts a thumb right on like in the middle of a circle then next you know looks like it looks like a looks like a, a feet like magic sort of like it's like pulled from the air and just sort of like circles around the uh, minotaur and you could feel, like, a cloak is, like, being settled upon the minotaur, and, like, how it's wrapping itself around him. And then next thing you know, it just sort of, like, it's almost, like, seeps into a skin, and then it just ends, the match. the spell just ends. This is, and then you hear me also, okay, so that's, that should keep you from any obvious scrying spells. And anything like that. So yeah, that should get you good. And then I don't I have to tinker with the fine family spell thing. It's it should be should have done something by now. she like just, just like a little crystal. She tied the hair around. It's not doing anything right now. So I'm gonna have to tinker with the spell a bit. So yeah, I I'm sorry. I can't get your family to
2: you just yet, but I will keep working on it. Nick speaks up. Oh yeah. Uh- Take all the time you need. If you need to stay here for a couple hours or whatever, just yeah, make yourself comfortable.
1: Oh, oh thank you for that. Y- yes, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'll just yeah. She just lists off of like a supple, like a list of like ingredients she might need. Then you the, you see like the knight who invi- t- told you how ha- to talk to you earlier. So, okay, yes, I we have several of those ingredients around the place. I will fetch them for you. So yeah, she like just goes off to like like a little uh, another room in the castle and just sort of like starts to sets of tinkering on like a little workbench.
2: Nick will watch, but try not to act creepy about watching. All right. Faith and belief in a greater power, or even a pantheon, is a theme in many of our games. Sometimes faith has a darker side. If you like this aspect of gaming, consider checking out our more fiendish story arcs, Inferno Temptation, War is on Fire, and Demon the Fallen Fragments.